What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The FCB Radio Network, where real talk lives. I'll always be in Welcome to the Outlaws on iHeartRadio. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio and follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. We have a packed show, a lot of things to discuss. We got a couple of guests on the program that you're gonna be hearing from in a little bit. But first, how's everybody doing? Good. How are you? I am chilling. Don't seem like you're feeling too good. What's going nah, on? No, I got cold. How long have you been sick? Since Wednesday. Oh, must be a head cold. Yeah, it's like my throat, my nose. Oof. My head. Should have <laughs> put on a mask or something. <laughs> okay, it's not contagious. I mean, damn. <laughs> no. What's, what's going on, E-Will? Man, same old, same old. Waiting for... Sunday morning, because when I get off work, Sunday morning, off for nine days. Ooh. Ain't, ain't that oh, pay, five of them. <laughs> <laughs> five of them are paid. My, <laughs> how you get de- how you get deleted on accident? Like we weren't even talking about anything that would have required. <laughs> no, a curse no, word. that was like that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got happy for you. Like oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. All right. So yeah, and you know what. Uh, next week, we are taking this show on the road. Yep. Yeah, we yeah. are going to Washington, D.C. The Outlaws take Washington. Right. The, uh, well, as, as, as FCB takes Washington. As Khalid Namar from the Todd Allen Show refers to it as the Mediocre Negroes Tour. We will be. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's Jer- what? That's Jerv so true in the background, too, by the way. What's, What's up, Jerv? What's up, y'all? <laughs> I felt right. a little uncomfortable there. What? <laughs> so, yeah, we are, we're going to uh, CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. It's going to be a lot of big, big folks to talk to. So, just like we always do. Just like we did last year with the RNC, just like we did with the Hillary Clinton concert. Regardless, we will be there. If it's popping, we're going to be there. So we'll be taking a show on the road next week. But for right now. Oh, so save all y'all hating ass comments. Oh, because you know they're coming. Right. They're going to come. They just, I hate people. It's so, hey, it's so, so funny. Annoying. It's so funny, too, because anytime we do anything, regardless of which side it's on, we always have the other, other side smacking us. That's what I'm saying. That's because everybody's so damn sensitive. They right. are. Like, shut up. God. Right. We, I mean, we started. We, we, don't, started like, we don't like none of these people, okay? <laughs> we don't like none of them, but it's a good thing to do. <laughs> it looks great on the resume. We, we started a, a damn near Facebook riot when we did the Hillary Clinton concert. Right. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> my God. I I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, so 
I, it was a good say? concert regardless. It was a damn good concert. It was an amazing <laughs> concert. We saw Beyonce for For those free. of y'all that don't know, you know, we're in, in the media section and we're supposed to be professional about it. And Darby and over these two yelling at me and her because we up here acting like we didn't just enjoy the concert. <laughs> we like, hey. Right. I'm like, y'all do notice that no one else in this section is moving, right? <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. J. Cole just came on and I didn't know he was going to be here. <laughs> right. Who cares about these people? So, speaking of music, that's a great uh, transition, sir. Speaking of music, the Grammys happened last week. It did. Real quick, let's recap the winners. Um, all right, so our album of the year goes to Adele. Um, the song of the year goes to Adele. Um, record of the year goes to Adele. <laughs> <laughs> um, best new artist, Chance the Rapper. Congratulations. That's what's up. Um, Highline Bling gets best rap song. That's not a rap song. Um, <laughs> best rock, rock album goes to Cage the Elephant. Beyonce gets best urban contemporary. Chance won another for best rap album. Right, right. 21 Pilots, best pop and duo. So, yeah, Formation won. All right. So, did you watch, uh, did you guys watch the Grammys? Yes. Absolutely not. I was there for Beyonce. <sighs> That's a damn shame, E. It's not a damn shame. I work third shift. I ain't staying oh, up. Shut up. My shut sleep up. You can always record it and watch it later. So I ain't got DVR. Oh, it's cool. I don't either. I got Pofolk cable. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I thought you had DVR. No, I wish. I'm the only one that got DVR. You rich. <laughs> you got bougie. money. <laughs> Bad and bougie. <laughs> That's, don't, don't call him that again. That's, yeah, that was... Pause. <laughs> Anyways, moving, moving right forward because that was weird. Uh, so what? Turtle. Did you, what did, <laughs> turtle. So what did you turtle. think about uh, Beyonce's performance? It was kind of controversial. I watched it and I thought, what it was, was controversial about it? Because it was so long. Like a okay. lot of people didn't like it. Okay. Well, they first of all, because once Beyonce does a performance, it becomes the Beyonce show. So that's why people don't like it because she steals like everything else. People were only there for Beyonce. I mean, that's why I watched it. They said. Beyonce was performing. I'm like, oh. I mean, look at how it was for the Hillary concert. It did become the Beyonce show. Ex- anything Beyonce does, it's always going to turn into the Beyonce show. I swear she she's performed the best. more than Jay Z did, and he was the headliner. That's a damn shame, too. Well, I mean, I didn't particularly care for the performance. I mean, I didn't either, but it's Beyonce, so she could do no wrong in my eyes. But when she was in that chair, I was so scared. I'm like, no, she got them twins in there. Don't you fall. Yeah. Don't you fall. I saw that. I was like, ooh. But. What did you think about Adele wanting to give her um, Grammy to Beyonce? I thought that was cool. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I like Adele. I'm a mm-hmm. fan of Adele. So um, I just like what she's about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, and I like her music as well. So I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. She basically said Beyonce is life. Like that's basically everything right. she said. She's like, Beyonce's life. Now I saw, <laughs> I know you missed uh, the, Prince. the Prince tribute. Yeah. I saw the Prince tribute. I thought it was cool, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't long enough. Like Bruno Mars killed it. He I, he dominated. His performance was great. Yes. So Yes, his performance was great and his Prince tri- his Prince tribute was was really good. I as wish well. I would have known he was doing it. Yeah. He he kind of sounded like Prince really? too on the song. He did uh Let's Get Let's Go Crazy. Oh, okay. And I mean, he did And he really was the only one that performed for the tribute? No, it was some other like a Morris Day in the Time they performed as well. But it was just short. You know okay. what I mean? It was just, it was really really short. Yeah. Um. So I wish it would have been a little longer. But other than that, I actually thought it was a good show. That was like the first show that the first Grammys I've watched 
from beginning to end in a long time. Yeah, you know, Chance, um, he has more Grammys than songs sold, like, you know, songs out. Wow. Yeah. You figure he only got one song. You ain't, you don't want no problem. One. Which That's is one of my favorite yeah. songs. Yeah. Hey, you I were just it. playing it right before we started. I love that song. <laughs> yeah, I love Chance. He's so cool. All right. That, Break me off I was about to say that awful. <laughs> Kit Kat bar. I'm not even lie. I'm not too familiar with his music. Really? Like, when we went to the concert and you were all like, make sure you record his stuff. Make sure you record it. And I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah, because my phone had died by that point. Yeah, that's that iPhone stuff. <laughs> right, he being disrespectful. He's just mad because he got that Obama. He got that Obama. <laughs> but <All right>. yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Miss Me, <clears throat> I enjoyed the Grammys though. It was yeah, pretty cool. It, it was. It was really good actually. So and J Lo, she looked amazing with that leg out. Yes, J Lo. <laughs> Better show that leg. <laughs> but did you see CeeLo? What the hell did CeeLo have on? Hey, wait, did you see he tried to come out and say he wasn't there? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he talked about something that wasn't me. I wasn't there. Like what yes, it was you. <laughs> we what saw you. He, he had that gold looking like a like chain. A, he looked like a wrapped up baked potato. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and did you see when he was leaving, he got in the car, slammed the door and flicked everybody off and left <laughs> the Grammys. <laughs> That's like I don't know what the hell he he thought he. Was I doing. don't know either. I was like, "What the?" Him and Katy Perry, they look terrible. <laughs> you probably don't know too much about that, but they look bad. But you know what? Um, I didn't like that Drake one. They over there clowning. Yeah, they clowning you right now, and it's I just a, I couldn't even. I don't even. Care. You you did wrong. You was dead wrong. Uh, well, you know, germ so true. He trying to get his get back. Because he got made fun of for them pink-ass lips that he had. <laughs> <laughs> in them pictures when he was posing, ladies, puckering up Ladies, I lips. just don't smoke. That's all. <laughs> well, we got we to gotta go to break. Stay oh tuned. We'll be back with more of the Outlaws after this. The Outlaws Radio Show on the FCB Radio Network. More than 5,000 kids and teens in this country die on the streets each year. They die from disease abuse, and even suicide. And they are dying right here in Northeast Ohio. And the sad thing is, they don't have to end up as a statistic or be miserable and hurting. Because caring people like you can help them with a donation of time, money, or outreach supplies. We are Stand Up For Kids, a national 501c3 not-for-profit. The mission of Stand Up For Kids is to help homeless and at-risk kids and youths under age 24 improve their lives. And volunteers and donors are the ones who carry out that mission in cities across America. There are three ways that you can help our cause, by providing supplies for homeless kids, by volunteering, or a cash donation. Think of the young people in your own life, nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, and grandkids. Now think of them alone on the streets. Would you want someone to help them survive and give them hope? Visit us online at standupforkids.org slash Cleveland. Welcome back to the Outlaws on iHeartRadio. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio and follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Now we're going to get into a topic that everybody's interested in. Yeah. Everybody has either 
gone through it or is currently going through it yeah so let's talk about it miss lavish all right so i came across this story um it's coming from rock your love it's like a blog um website okay and it's just it's it's his and her perspective Mm -hmm. so the notorious deal breakers when dating someone um so it's gonna have boys and guys. So I'm not, I mean, girls. Boys and guys. Boys and guys. Girls <laughs> and guys. Are you promoting something there? <laughs> no. Okay. It's gonna be girls and guys. <laughs> um, so I'm not gonna get deep into it. I'm just okay. gonna read them. You know. So this is the deal breakers from his perspective. Okay. The social media addict, miss too independent, don't be closed minded. I don't date your friends. The club head, take charge. Have some drive. I am not your ex. I am not your friend's significant other. Let me know how you feel. And then for us ladies, mm-hmm. the Netflix and chill guy. Yes. <laughs> the smooth talker. The single guy in a relationship. The baby mama drama. Don't deal with that. Zero <laughs> ambition. Um, the needy guy, the unaccountable guy, the inconsistent guy, the inappropriate guy, the I'm busy guy. And yeah. See how that's longer for us? Right. Longer. Very long. Mm-hmm. The, the list yeah. is longer for us. All right. Now we have another guest uh, on the show. We actually have two. Germ So True from True to the Game. You heard him earlier and you know he's going to pop in on this segment. And also want to introduce the FCB family and the Outlaws Radio family to a friend of mine who comes actually courtesy of a mutual friend of ours, Todd Allen from the Todd Allen Show. You know Todd? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was all them time. <laughs> Brittany, how are you? I'm you well, thank you. It. Thank uh, you for having me. Yes, welcome to the show. So let's 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 dig right into this. First of all, well, let's let's ask the ladies first. Uh, from the ladies, from the female perspective, was that list accurate? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh-huh. which ones? Which ones are the worst ones? The single guy in a relationship. Explain that. Um, so it's basically the guy that acts like he's single, but in actuality is in a committed relationship. So like that can be either your guy is acting single and he's in a committed relationship and he's with you or the guy you're or talking the to. guy you're talking to is in a committed re- relationship. I think that's the most like because I don't really deal with if you don't have any ambition by like if you're needy, I'm not your mama and, you know, inconsistent by Brittany. Mm-hmm. I agree totally. I always get caught up in the, um, well, I'm not really ready to date situations. I oh. say, well, uh, I'm like almost 30, so when do you plan on being ready? <laughs> you know, wait, like wait, just wait, wait, say wait, wait, what wait. it I is. I need to see ID because I don't see almost 30 over here. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't either. either. I'm 29. So. Really? Wow. You look great. Thank you. <laughs> it's not old, but you know. No, I know, right. I I know we're old. talking like it's oh, 40. Thank you. Because any other week. Jessica's we ass is 20. <laughs> Actually, I'm 24. No, because any oh, other four. week when we don't have a guest. <laughs> we're on the other side over here. Because that's our age. Right. Yes. Oh, for you guys. So you see a lot of guys who are not like willing to get into a formal Correct. relationship and then it's like why are you here who right. sent you who sent you <laughs> like i didn't find you you found me right so, like what were your intentions exactly you know i don't have time to waste or i want to get married and have kids well if you're 30 31 when do you plan on right. doing right 50 so? I, 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 mean, I would like to play with my kids right like, have <laughs> not have a pacemaker <laughs> Exactly. So uh, <laughs> I just sat back for a minute. I'm like, I'll just let the ladies handle that one. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the fellas. Germ uh, on the the guy list. Was that guy list accurate? 50-50. Uh, 
I kind of just look at the guy list and just look at it and just say um, the guy list felt to me kind of it kind of irrelevant. It really felt like I mean, because it felt like it was really only three should probably should have been three things on the list. I well, think we kind of simple. What would you add to things. the list there? I, it's not necessarily what I would add, but it's maybe maybe I just think like this when it comes down to it. Guys only want certain things. We just want somebody we can chill with, be ourselves around mm-hmm. and somebody who. In some ways, you know, has certain characteristics of certain important polished women in our lives. You want a woman who can cook for you. You want a woman who can do certain things for you. But at the same time, you probably don't want a woman who's going to nag at you like your mama. <laughs> so it's kind of well, simple. Good luck trying to find one. that don't. I, I mean, I mean, but I'm saying the principle <laughs> is it's only a couple you. of things. It's only really a couple of things. Guys kind of we kind of a little bit more simple in certain ways. Yeah. Women are the ones who come up with these checklists. I actually expected the women list to be about. 12 things more long than it actually was so i was very impressed and i will say this and and i want to get the ladies thoughts on this as well i will say this i don't mind an an independent woman i want an independent woman but you can be too too independent very much so well you come be you're independent to the point where you're ignorant you don't you don't you're not under you're not understanding that you your independence has nothing to do with if i want you or i don't right that doesn't make me want you more because you're independent it's just about it's a difference between being independent and ambitious. All right, so we'll we'll go to Brittany. Is it is it possible for a lady to be too independent? I mean, I would never, you know, just the ladies. Like I get what you're saying when when you say that. Um, I want to be with someone where I'm independent and he's okay with me being independent. Um, but if I need backup, he's there for me as well. And so I get that. Like, you know, it should go hand in hand. I don't want to overpower you and you shouldn't overpower me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's how I feel. It's like I, I don't have anything. There's nothing wrong with being independent, but don't. Exactly. Jessica. Can you be too independent? Yes. Um, I mean, I would say no. Of really? course you would. <laughs> That's because, I was listen, waiting for Anybody that. who's a Beyonce fan will never say that. No, I'm just saying because how can you tell somebody you're too independent? You're too want to do. Like, I could understand that, yeah, you guys want a girl to step back and let the dude take care of some things. Well, and I'm not which, even which I feel that. like. Uh, in certain things, the lady should step back and let the dude yeah. take care yeah. of things. But I don't think that you could tell a woman, no, you're you're way too independent. I think that's a great quality. Um, what? Well, and I don't necessarily. Think I think that, that that's a great quality. Um, for a woman to have, for anybody to have. Well, yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's a bad thing to be independent. But if you're so independent to the point where the guy is irrelevant, where he's just a statue standing. Okay, next well to you, then she might you know, like something else besides guys. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna put well, that out there. I mean, that's all this. I can think of. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say she this. might not like you for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as the independent part of it, it's not. I don't think it's necessarily a man telling a woman that she's too independent. I think what the issue is is that. When a man says that a woman is too independent, she uses the independent as a word and independent for some women as a status. It's not actually them being independent. Right, right. They feel like, oh, well, I could pay for my own. So, I mean, me personally, I'm independent. But if a man said he going to pay for my bills, then I'm going to let him. I'm not going to be like, no, I can pay for my own. No. And then, okay. And the next thing is, too, <laughs> okay. we, got a lot of, we got a lot of women out here who go and they get these educations and they brag about having these educations mm-hmm. and they very, very, very into the, the educational status quo. And then they turn around and say they want to be a housewife well wait why did you go and get all this education i want to be you a know, housewife. It, it's not the fact of going to get the get an education that makes you lay it doesn't make you any better than somebody who didn't get it because right. there's many ways you can get this education so 
it's just a big status thing to me in a lot of different ways. Certain words are used the wrong way because people don't know what the hell the damn words mean. Okay. But that's it. All right. Before we go to break. So, so yeah, I was about to say. I, I didn't even get to jump in. That's no, you did Before we go to break, I want to get like, Ian this, on this. Go ahead, Ian. Um, actually, I'm going to say that the for, the for his list, mm-hmm. there was two that was left out, at least that I could think of. Right. What was your two? The stage five clinger. The what? The, the the really clingy women that, oh. you know, you can't do nothing without them. Yeah. Um, or else they're like, eh. Blowing your phone up. Or the insecure ones. Oh. The, you can't you can't change insecurity about a woman. That's why I dropped my last man because he was too I insecure. remember. Yeah, we, were we all remember. <laughs> <laughs> we were there for that. Insecure? So, so let me ask, it's, let me ask yes, you, insecure. how do you feel about like an insecure man? Would you, do you drop an insecure man? absolutely like yep. in a heartbeat it's not a trap you drop them like a bad habit i mean i'm a mom i have kids like yeah. i'm not i'm not gonna take care of you right <laughs> exactly if you're not secure i mean that's gotta, that's something go. i can't change mm-hmm. you can only change that about yourself because that's something within yourself and you can't tell me that because pretty girls broke your heart well then you need to go find you an ugly one and i'm not her so that is like Bye. one of the weakest <laughs> things that a man can, can be. say that's what i'm it's saying like, like an insecure man that's 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 weak but and he, an insecure woman yeah Yes, and an insecure woman. Insecure women, they drive. They will drive you nuts. Like, insecurity is, I, is is almost like, like brother jealousy. Brother to a female family member without being questioned. Like, who is that? Well, I've never heard of her before. Where's she coming from? Like, that's my cousin. Right? Like, come on, man. Like, How many times is that your cousin? Is that your first cousin? Well, if that's your third cousin, then that ain't your cousin. <laughs> like, that is, that is, this is sad. That's the sad part about it. The insecurity. Stuff I almost cussed there. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's for the birds. Like I can't know. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. I definitely that think that insecurity should been on both lists because that's that's a deal breaker for me. A deal breaker for me is just somebody who just sits around and does nothing. Deal breaker for you. Um, no ambition. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if I'm working and hustling, then you need to do exactly. Or somebody who doesn't ask about my child. Yeah. That's a deal breaker. Like, don't try to get to know me, but she is me. Like, mm-hmm. so if you want to know me, then you need to know her. And if you don't ask about her, then I'm just going to assume you don't care. So therefore, don't. Know. Now, I mean, this is a very, Ooh, this is a very, a this is a very naive question because I'm not that type of dude. But do guys, are there a lot of guys that are really like that, that are I mean, not w- concerned about your kids? I wouldn't say that there's a lot, but it's just like. I like a dude who be like, oh, uh, how's Brooklyn? Where's Brooklyn? Like some dudes just don't even acknowledge the fact that you have a child. And that's why I'm more prone to dating dudes that have kids than that that don't because then they kind of like, I don't know. I feel comfortable dating a dude who has a kid. What about about you? you? Have you you had that experience before? I'm in that boat right now. Uh, um, Since her dad, I haven't dated anyone. And people don't even say like, hey, how's your daughter? It's a simple question. It's like asking, how's your friend? Right. No, there's no ties. Um, but yeah, there's someone that I like and he's, I think, standoffish because I have a child, which I understand, but no one said that you had to be her father overnight. Exactly. You know, it's definitely, I'm not asking for you to be her father. Exactly. I don't even know you yet. So she wouldn't be in the picture for, right. You won't even meet her. Right. (laughs) It's a simple, like, Hey, how's your daughter? Oh, you guys are cute. Yeah. It's just showing interest. Yeah, because yeah. when you show no interest, and well, I couldn't even. I, my, I'm no. I'm not interested. Like I'm just. I couldn't not. even fathom that. Like I couldn't even fathom like not caring. Just as a general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just being a decent dude. If you have a you know dog, I mean? I'm gonna be like, "How's your dog? See, oh my god!" Like, see the thing. Say, 
Go ahead. Go go ahead, E. No, and then this say, this block has been really long, so we can go to break. A deal breaker for me, whereas if you would have asked me five years ago, I probably would have never said this. A deal breaker now is a smoker. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I, I'm a former smoker, and just that makes sense. Like, yeah. No smoker. I'm not trying to kiss an ashtray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is so trifling. Darvio, what's the deal breaker for you? A deal breaker for me, the biggest one is the insecure, okay. the overly insecure woman. Now, I expect everyone has insecurities, of course, of course. you know what I'm saying? But when you're overly insecure, because especially for me, you know, I'm in a very flashy business. We do a lot of big stuff and I'm around a lot of different people all the time. So I can't afford for you to be extra, uh, you know what I'm saying? Ex- extra insecure because look. I'm I'm a decent dude. I'm I'm where I say I am. I right. do what I say I'm going to do. You don't have to worry about me doing anything that I ain't got no business doing. You know what I mean? So you got to be able to trust me. If not, we're going to have a problem. Right. Germ? Insecurities probably would be mine. Lack of understanding. I mean, that's it. I mean, if you can't be understanding, if you can't be understanding that, you know, hey, it is what it is. I, I'm secure in what we're doing here. You ain't got to worry about what's going on everywhere right. else. And I will say this, and then we really got to go to break. <laughs> Just like how you, how you two were saying about when someone doesn't ask about your, about your kid, what really bothers me is when people, when I talk to you or I haven't talked to you all day, and then I talk to you and you haven't asked me how my day was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That don't, really, that don't make really it all bothers. about you. Right. Like, that really don't. bothers And uh, No, but first of all, if you talk to somebody and you haven't talked to them all day, I wouldn't be talking to you no more. Because if you talk to me, you need to talk to me at all day. All day. Okay, not all day, but throughout <laughs> the day. People do have jobs. You know? Like throughout the day, I agree. you need you need to like talk agree, to me. Yeah. If if you don't text me, hey, how you doing? How's your right. day? Then I just figure that I wasn't um, important to you right. in, within your day to the take the time to send a five second text. There message. are dudes right. who do that, but they don't get any any recognition. Right. Exactly. Because so I'm bit the dude. Like I'll send. I'm the dude that'll send a text message in the morning, like, hey, I hope you have a good day, whatever, whatever. Right. Check in uh, in the middle of the day, blah blah blah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times, a lot of the the women that I've dealt with, they're they're very self centered. And uh-huh. self-absorbed. So it's like you will have a conversation for an hour about whatever's going on with you, but you've never stopped to ask, how yeah. am I doing? How was my well, day? Well, that's your fault. Stop dating self-absorbed chicks. I'm trying. <laughs> We're going to get you on blackpeoplemeet.com. No. Oh, hell no. That's not going to happen. <laughs> stay, <laughs> stay tuned. We'll be right back here on The Outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on the FCB Radio Network. This is Jessica Lavish with The Outlaws. We know that racism still exists in our country, but what about slavery? Human trafficking, a form of modern-day slavery, is where people profit from the control and exploitation of others by means of force, fraud, and coercion. Tragically, no country, community, or individual is immune from the vast injustice. Human trafficking is driven by demand. Instead of contributing to the problem, we can be part of the solution. If we eliminate the demand, we eliminate human trafficking. For more information, follow hashtag Demand no more. Welcome back to the Outlaws on iHeartRadio. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio and follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. We still have Brittany and Germ So True in the building. And now we are going to go to the lifestyles of the rich and lavish. 
Hey, under the weather, Miss Lavish. <laughs> let's, let's get it. All right. So Michael Jackson's Thriller album is officially 33 times platinum. That's insane. So arguably the greatest Thriller is the greatest album ever. Um, and since its 1982 release, the album has sold over 33 million units. Um, Thriller spent an astonishing 37 non-consecutive non-consecutive weeks at number one with seven mega top ten singles. Beat it number one, The Girl Is Mine number two, Thriller number four, PYT number ten, Billie Jean number one, so on and so on. Um, Sony Rep says that to date the album has sold over 105 million copies worldwide. Wow, that's insane. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, so shout out to Michael. E, favorite song on Thriller? Damn, I hate when he puts me on the spot like that. You should know to expect it. Right. <laughs> I like the whole album. Brittany? PYT. That's mm-hmm. a great song. Germ? Can't pick one, but I'm going to say beat it because we can do the dance. <laughs> See, I wasn't allowed to say that one because that would have just set Jessica up. <laughs> Miss, <laughs> <laughs> Miss, Miss Lavish. I'm going to say beat it song. too. Right. I like how I don't, don't do like I like how he be singing. I just like to dance. The dance is just the shiz naive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Billie Jean is one of my all time favorite songs. Yeah, so I, have to say I mean that. the whole CD. You can't really even pick a song. All right. Yeah, that whole CD. You look like a Billie Jean type of guy. <laughs> you look like Billie Jean. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. That's Next. why your throat sore. <laughs> Next. Anyways, um, so. Artist, Nelly, artist, you know, everybody who knows who Nelly is. He right. sends two kids to college every year for the past 10 years. Wow. That's what's up. That is amazing. I love Nelly. He's great. I didn't so, know he was still doing that. So Nelly must have made a lot of money when he was hot. I mean, he's still making that. money, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be producing. I'm sure he got some. And like you know, he, he dabbled something. with that country music for a minute. So, you know. He did more. He did more than just that awful song with Tim McGraw. It was not an awful song. That song was terrible. Cause it's all in my head. I think about it over and over again. And I can't keep picturing you with him. And it hurts so bad. Yeah. Next. Great song. Anyway, so I don't know about y'all Valentine's Day. Was y'all? How was y'all Valentine's Day? I worked. Huh. E. Uneventful, and I worked. Huh. Week. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! Mm-hmm. I worked. I got something though. What'd, What'd you, you get? get? A whole bunch of food. Oh, I really? got. He he bought me like a whole bunch of cupcakes, chocolate covered pretzels, a whole bunch of stuff, Jello shots. But Master P, he had the best one. Okay. All right. So what did Master P? Because his girlfriend, the CEO of South uh, Pacific Surgery Center in Beverly Hills, she bought him a 2016 Rolls Royce Ghost for two hundred seventy thousand dollars. Damn! I need to find me one of them. Where's she at though? I, she's somewhere with in Miami, Master P. right? She with Master P. So uh, she is. Wow. Uh, Brittany, best Valentine's Day present you ever received. Sadly, nothing comes to mind. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seemed like we would always pick fights on that day, and so he would get out of doing. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, that's trying. Yep. That's awful. Yep. Oh. There's nothing even that I can remember, so it must have not been. Shout out to you, man, because yeah. you're the one that makes us good ones look bad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right? right. You make our jobs harder. Miss <laughs> Lavish, you're uh, the best Valentine's Day gift. I mean, probably the cupcakes and the chocolate covered strawberries yeah. that really? I just received. <laughs> I mean, food and. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Traits make me happy. So. <laughs> Next. Cool. All right. So Alanis Morissette reportedly robbed of $2 million in jewelry. Alanis Morissette was the victim of burglars who made off with millions of dollars worth of her jewels. The 42-year-old Los Angeles home was robbed recently and crooks made off with $2 million worth of jewelry, reports uh, TMZ. So the um, the sources are unclear whether or not anything else was stolen from her. So everybody getting robbed in uh, Hollywood. I know. Nicki Minaj. Uh, oh boy, with the who, rings. Who is, oh, um, um, who's she talking? Who's she talking Derek about? Fisher. Yeah, yeah, Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher. From the Lakers. She getting robbed. I mean, dang, that's sad. That kind of sucks. It's like Kinsman over there. <laughs> wow! Tax write Wow, really? Tax write offs? You thinking? Um, also, I want to just sound, send a shout out. We did report, you know, Little Caesars founder. He did pass away, yes, um, sadly. But you know what? I found out about him um, that he um, he spent. Well, what he was doing was he was paying for uh, rent for Rosa Parks. He's wow. paying her rent. Um, he saw a story that's you know that she was struggling basically and he just decided to go ahead and tip in and didn't so, he pay for like 10 years yeah like, until she died yeah until she died time. so yeah. that's that's amazing that's what's, up. that's what's up and we gotta talk about carlos santana dogging uh beyonce basically basically he said you know um adele won because she can sing yeah, he he said Beyonce. He basically a, said Beyonce can't sing. That she was not a singer. That's that's not basically what he said. That's literally I mean, no. What he yeah, said. that is what he said. That he's not a singer. He did apologize because he knows those Beehive fans was gonna be Our all. Uh, we'll tear him a new one. Brittany, your thoughts? Yeah, totally. I mean, just don't say anything, you know, because <laughs> you know you're gonna get backlash. And so, do right. you really mean it? Is it something that needs to be said out loud? Probably right. not. Right. And, and like yeah. I'm not a I'm not a Beyonce fan, but even I wouldn't say she can't sing. Yeah, Beyonce fan? No. Neither am I. No, I'm not a Beyonce fan either. They all three. I have a video of all three of them in the mirror together singing "Single Ladies." She is a liar. I, she is, I will post it to Facebook. I want you to know. I want everybody out there in the, in America to know America. <laughs> She full of it. <laughs> she ain't got well, us three doing nothing. Lavish told me that you can't be a Beyonce fan and a Rihanna fan, and I'm no. a Rihanna fan. So. One or the uh, other. Yeah. You have to pick okay. the I'm Navy or the Hive. Yeah. Do, do you I'm, agree? I'm, you have to. I'm in the Hive. Yeah, yeah in the hive. definitely in the Hive. Navy yeah. is Navy neither. for nasty. Neither. Neither. Navy like is neither. for nasty. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into either one. I still. I'm more of an old school R and B. Okay. Type bye. So bye. Keep sweat. Bye. Keep sweat. Me Aaliyah. Anyways, you mad because you ain't met a man anyways, who can sing better than me. Anyways, <laughs> I have your brother. Oh, guess what? Guess what? Hey, Shout out to where did he get? Guess where he got his talent from? Ooh. Right here. Not you. But I ain't mad. But I ain't mad though. Next. I mean, I, I'll take that L. <laughs> Next. That was more than anyway. So did y'all hear about Lil Uzi's stupid self? Lil talking Uzi about, Vert. Talking about some. He got uh, face tattoos to make him unemployable. So he can focus on his music. Ignorant. So why you just didn't fill out like just don't that fill out applications? Surprise yeah, right. me not don't one bit. <laughs> like, go, go ahead, Brittany. Right, like Jessica just said, don't even look for a job. No one was coming for you. Right. No. no. Keep to yourself. No. I will say the funniest thing about Lil Uzi Vert was when we first talked about it, and he did the vert. The vert oh, sound. <laughs> <laughs> Little Uzi vert. Right. 
Is that how you say his name? Yes. <laughs> how you say it? Lil Uzi. Lil U- <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to make the sound of the gun in your right, name? Like, right. <laughs> oh my you got God. anything else, Miss Lavish? Yeah, I got he one has more a story as well. Go ahead. Um, Drake off, um, you know, offers to talk suicidal man down from bridge. That's what's up. So, according to Manchester Evening News, police shut down roads around the Manquin Manquinian Way Bridge in England after a suicidal man made his way across the bridge barrier. Drake was stuck in traffic on the way home from a show and sent someone off of his tour bus to ask the police if Drake could help resolve this situation. Right. Inspector Phil something said of the incident one officer was approached by a male from a tour van caught up in the traffic congestion claiming to be part of drake's entourage he offered for drake to speak to the male on the bridge if that would help the offer was declined with thanks the man was safely brought down from the ledge soon after wow your thoughts i think that's awesome yeah i think that's what they should be doing with their with their um fame since, yeah, right yeah. with their fame you know how people that are really struggling yeah, that's what's I'm up. I'm, I'm a Drake it. fan. So I'm a Drake so fan. Oh yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. Speaking of Drake, but one more thing. Did you hear yeah. Jay Z's this to Drake? No. You ever heard that shining, 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 shining? Yeah. No, I haven't heard it. All of this money I've been winning. No. No. It's called Shining. It's DJ Khaled, Beyonce, and Jay Z. Yeah, I, no. I saw like he basically the song, but I haven't listened. Because Drake it. was talking about some summers, all summer sixteen. He talked about you talking summers, like talking about you talking about you a boss when you just to help. Damn, he went in <laughs> just a little bit. All right, before okay. we go to break, E. Okay, so in the Paul Walker death lawsuit, it was found that Porsche celebrated Carrera crashes. Um, this is from TMZ, right? Yes. A Porsche employee <clears throat> gleefully shared news with fellow employees of a slew of crashes of the Porsche's Carrera GT, which is the same model in which Paul Walker died, saying Damn. that it would boost the value of the remaining cars. What? If you guys want to go look this article up, uh, look it up on TMZ. I'm just going to skip straight to the email in question. It says, I thought this might interest a few of you. Now, this is from one employee to other employees within the company. Another Carrera GT bites the dust as a body shop mechanic who claimed he was going less than 30 miles per hour smashed into a telephone pole. Looks like he was going more than 30 to me. Damn. I was curious about a statistic that was mentioned to me and and if anyone knows if it is accurate. Total worldwide production of the Carrera GT was 1,280 and to date over 200 of them were already totaled. This would be great news to the remaining owners as the GT becomes more rare. Anyone wow. know if these numbers are accurate? Then there was another email from another employee who was reacting to the number of wrecks saying, wow. this is in the back of my head every time I get behind the wheel of one of these. It's just hidden behind the eating grin. Um, so I guess TMZ reached out to uh, Metal Walker, which is Paul Walker's daughter, reached out to the lawyer. And they said their response was any ethical company would have withdrawn the car from the market or at the very least, warned the public about its dangers. Right, that's awful. Like over two hundred wrecks. Like, that's insane. The, and it wasn't disclosed, or man, it's just ridiculous to me. Lavish. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is. They need to be sued. Like out the yin yang. Brittany. Which is unethical, shady. Very. I mean, yeah, were, he lost his life. They were bragging about yeah. uh, about crashes. Yeah. Like that's insane. Germ. Makes me want to look into my own lawsuit further. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. All right, stay tuned. We'll be back with more of The Outlaws after this.
The Outlaws Radio Show on the FCB Radio Network. This is the Kingpin from the Outlaws Radio Show. And we know you love the show, right? Of course you do. That's why you're here. So if you want to hear more of our show, make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes. This way you never miss an episode. You get to hear all of the crazy things that Jessica, Eric, and myself talk about along with our interviews with everybody who's anybody. So make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes and visit our website, outlawsradioshow.com. Make sure you bookmark it. Peace. Welcome back to the Outlaws on iHeartRadio. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio and follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Now we have a topic to discuss. Uh, if you have children in the room, you may want to get them out of the room. We'll give you the customary three seconds. One, two, three. Miss Lavish. All right, so let's talk about the Sperm's Bank per, Sperm's Bank Perfect Donor. Um, so it's going to be about um, Sperm Donor 9623, okay? Because that's what he's known as. Like a known member. only by his handle, Donor 9623, he seemed like quite the biological catch. He appeared on website of, of the Georgia-based firm, um, I don't know that word corp where he was desc- described as a healthy man who was pursuing a PhD in neuroscience engineering. Mm-hmm. He had an IQ of 160 according to the website and met and met or exceeded the firm's strict physical and mental health standards. Wow. It was all a lie. The genius uh, donor was actually a 39 year old college dropout. Not only had he been arrested for burglary, Psychiatrists had diagnosed him with um, mental health issues, bipolar, schizophrenia, and narcissistic. <laughs> narcissistic. 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 Narcissistic personality disorder. What's even worse is that the sperm bank claimed that they didn't have any of this information, but multiple families are alleging that the company, in fact, knew, yet decided to turn their head. Chris Age Agilis, I'm thinking how you say his last name, Agilis sperm was used not once, not twice, but in fact was used so often that he ended up having 36 children in, in 26 families. Damn. Damn. Um. So, yeah, one of the mothers of the children, Angie Collins, who is the mother of one of these children, a six-year-old boy, one day her morning started like any other day. She got up, made coffee, and checked her email, only to find a message from a complete stranger. Another woman had used this man's sperm to become pregnant. However, what this woman had that Collins didn't what didn't was the truth. Instantly, Collins' heart sunk as she read the horrendous truth. Her son was about to have a lifetime of struggles before him. She immediately searched for information, but could could disprove the allegation but in fact she found out so much more the sperm donor she selected couldn't hold down a job kept going in and out of jail and his schizophrenia was getting increasingly worse wow 
Uh, Who wants to tackle that first? Well, and what's crazy, because it goes on to say that uh, many of the families that were affected discovered that their legal options were limited. Uh Uh, That lady Collins, she sued Zydtex in Georgia, but her claim was dismissed. The judge considered it a wrongful birth lawsuit, but that claim isn't recognized in Georgia. Mm. So she appealed, but her appeal was dismissed. That's so messed up. Wow. They should be able to be sued. I just don't get how that even happens. I mean, there's... Ton, tons of men who don't have um, any issues, mental or like psychological. Like that, yeah. And you got him up there with 36. Whew. Like, damn. <laughs> 36 kids and 26 families. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's insane. Hopper was a the stone. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fool. Man, like, so there's no recourse for these women? Like, they can't do any? They can't get anything? They can't? Man, it was like an eight-page article. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a super long article. I mean, I, I mean, how many times does this happen, though? That's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, right. how often would something like this happen? So there may not be rules and regulations to yeah, what no happens. Verification. It right. was just. I the, mean, the honor system. Yeah, there may not be any like laws set in place for things like this because you know this fertility, how they how they're doing it to help women have kids. It's it's fairly new. Fairly new. So yeah. you know what? There's probably not even laws set in place. Like, well, look. So maybe this. Hopefully, this will get some laws set into play, and because that's crazy, I would go and kill. Mm-hmm. Kill. Wow. I just I just can't kill understand. I just all can't of understand them. how there's no. How there's nothing that these women can do. That's sad. Yeah. That's, no one's backing them. Yeah, that's sad. Where yeah. where's those people at, huh? Yeah. And and is the guy <laughs> These families' lives matter. Right. Like you don't, may have hey, hey, petty. You may <laughs> don't do that. You may yeah, I was getting ready to cut. But um you may have mentioned this in the story, I might have missed it. Is there did anything happen to him? Like did he get arrested or Um you know, honestly, like he said, it's. I mean, long. he's already been arrested multiple times. <laughs> no, right, I mean, so but since bad. there's nothing that he they can do, he probably won't get. Because um, it was what he did wasn't illegal. No, he lied. I mean, it's like lying on an application. You can't get in well, trouble. That should for be him. fraud, at least, at the very least. I mean, what he's schizophrenic. Maybe that's one of his personalities. <laughs> Just saying. That's a good. <laughs> Maybe point. one of his personalities does have a 160 IQ. <laughs> You never know. He might really have a 160 IQ. Right. You never, never really know. Yeah. But I don't understand why you didn't test the sperm before you gave it to this woman. I just feel like if you donate sperm to a bank, I thought it would be tested to be make sure there's no diseases, like you're not carrying HIV or something like that before you inject these women with the sperm. So, therefore, I feel like they should be able to be sued. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. That so. that was medical malpractice in my eyes. No question. So, I don't no understand. Question. I mean... <sighs> That's sad. No mental health testing. I mean, so now we have all these children who are going to have, you know, mental health disorders. Right. Yeah. And for no reason. Right. They didn't act for it. didn't it have it to be that way. Yeah. yeah it could have been avoided. That's awful. Wow. All right. Stay tuned. We have an interview coming up right after this. We'll lighten it up a little bit from that topic. <laughs> You're listening to The Outlaws. We'll be right back. The Outlaws Radio Show on the FCB Radio Network. My name is Rakim and I'm 16 years old. My name is Jamonte and I'm 15. My name is Ed and I'm 14. Why don't you smoke? You can lose one of your lungs and you can get a hole in your throat. The reason why I don't smoke, I play basketball and football and I have to get a lot of air in my lungs for me to be able to run up and down the court and up and down the field. I think about what it does. What if I die earlier than I expect or what if things start to happen that I don't want to happen? A message from FCB Entertainment, the Eyes Have It Media Group, and Tobacco Free Kids. 
Welcome back to the Outlaws on iHeartRadio. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish and E. Will. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio and follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. And before we leave you today, we have a guest uh, joining us on the program to talk about a very important event. It's a personal homeboy of mine. Representing the Ohio Diversity Coalition, Mr. James Bates. How you doing, sir? Hey, Darvio. How are you? Doing Pretty great. good, man. Pretty good. So tell everybody real quick about the the event that you're here representing. Uh, well, the Ohio Diversity Coalition, uh, which is chaired by uh, Laverne Jones-Gore, uh, our group uh, has formed over the last several months here um, with the idea of basically promoting inclusion, promoting diversity on all levels, uh, local, state, national levels. Uh, I think right now that's something obviously that our country needs is uh, diversity and inclusion. Absolutely. And we are definitely, um, you know, kind of that driving force uh, here in our area for that. Uh, we want to be involved in a variety of things um, within our community. I think right now with what we're going through uh, in our country being so divided as it is, I think we need to be uh, more aware of those around us and to be more inclusive and welcoming of everyone. Uh, and uh, right now, of course, it's uh, you know Black History Month, and we're very excited to host our kind of kickoff event, if you will, uh, in conjunction with Caramu House. As you guys know, Caramu House is the nation's oldest African-American uh, theater. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, over 100 years, Caramu House has been here in the Cleveland area. Um, you know, we've had some great names such as uh, Langston Hughes, um, you know, that have, uh, you know, uh, written plays and all that have uh, uh, premiered at, uh, at Caramu House. Uh, and we chose this because, you know, Caramel being such a, a historical place, and in case people aren't aware, Caramel uh, actually is a Swahili word, which means, uh, a, you know, uh, a joyful place to gather. And mm-hmm. we feel that Caramel, uh, with its rich, diverse mm-hmm. history, uh, has been uh, definitely, I think, a beacon of light um, and all that's going on in the world to bring some some joy into the world and a great place to gather. Uh, the play uh, in the event that we're sponsoring here is uh, to see a, a show. Uh, we're going to have actually be hosting a brunch and a showing of uh, Repairing a Nation, which is a play that uh, takes takes place during uh, the uh, or deals with I should say the Tulsa Oklahoma riots. Mm-hmm. Uh, that occurred back in you know 1921. So uh, this is concerning mm-hmm. like Black Black Wall Street stuff. Absolutely, like that. Black okay. Wall Street. Uh, Tony Sias, who's the CEO and uh, you know of the Kiermu House, is actually going to be joining us to do um, you know uh, a Q and A session. Uh, uh, you know some talking. Uh, I have he has some talking points, if you will, uh, with us that he's going to share uh, with the uh, with the group. Um, you know, the director of the show as well is going to be joining us as well for this afternoon. So we're going to have a brunch from noon to 3 p.m. on the, um, you know, the last Sunday of this month, which is the uh, the 26th of February. So from 12 to 3, uh, we'll have our uh, our brunch and our discussion, our open discussion. And then 3.30, the show starts. And this actually will be um, the final um you know, showing uh, at Caramu House. If you guys know, Caramu House is going to be going through some transitioning uh, themselves and, and moving uh, oh, from wow. where they currently are, yeah, to a new uh, new facility. Wow, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, it's really exciting, though, I think. You know, uh, the next 100 years, I, I, I anticipate 
uh, for our Camry House are going to be awesome. Um, it's very exciting. Uh, we're very excited to do our work in the community. Uh, you know, another thing we're going to be participating in, which we've already started to kick off, is um, we're going to be doing a citywide uh, clothing drive here in the city of Cleveland. Uh, throughout the inner city, uh, we're already starting to collect donations okay. uh, for that right now as well. Where can people send donations? Um, people can actually uh, send donations to the Cedar Hill Baptist Church, um, if you will. Our um, our executive director, uh, Jennifer Hurt uh, from the ODC, can be contacted um, to uh, uh, you know uh, donations. We actually are encouraging people to go on to our Facebook page. Um, just you know, go on Facebook and look up the Ohio Diversity Coalition. Uh, you can see more about us, some of the events and things that we've held in the past, and uh, what we're working on now, and what we're looking forward to doing here in the future. But we're very excited. You know, we're excited about uh, what's going to be happening here in the coming months in Cleveland. Um, obviously, you know, uh, next year. There'll be some things statewide that we'll be involved in, and uh, we also are definitely planning on uh, being part of the uh, national dialogue as well, too, as as things uh, progress and, and move forward. Absolutely. So, for people who want to attend the play, how do they how do they get tickets and stuff well, like that? You can actually go to the Ohio Diversity Coalition's Facebook page. Uh, we have a link on there where you can uh, purchase tickets. Uh, tickets are forty dollars. That does include the show and the brunch. Um, you know, um, we've been, uh, getting a great response right now. Um, you know, I know we've gotten some response from some local leaders that are planning to attend. That's awesome. Um, you know, as well too. So we're, we're very excited about this uh, kickoff event. And what time does this all start? Uh, This starts at noon on the 26th of February. Um, that's, uh, when the brunch starts at noon and that runs till three and then showtime is at three 30 and then we're going to watch the show, but we're really excited about this. And I think this will be a great way to put a, if you will, exclamation point on, uh, on black history month, you know, this play, like I said, circles around, um, that, uh, 1921, uh, race riots in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I think it's kind of poignant too, because actually, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, it's the 47th uh, largest city in America, and Cleveland actually ranks 48th currently. So, you know, we've got a lot in common, believe right, it or not. Right, so right. I think it kind of brings it full circle. Absolutely. All right. One more time. Let everybody know uh, where they can get tickets, the time, all that stuff. One more time. So all make right. sure that everybody has it. Tickets can be uh, f- found uh, through our uh, Facebook page, which is the Ohio Diversity Coalition. If you go on Facebook and search for Ohio Diversity Coalition, you can see tickets. Uh, you can also email us at OhioDiversityCoalition at gmail.com. Or if you have Eventbrite, you can go on Eventbrite and just search for Ohio Diversity Coalition. That'll bring up the link where you can purchase tickets there as well. For those who are uh, interested, uh, Kiramu House is at 2355 East 89th Street, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, 44106. Uh, That's in the Fairfax neighborhood of Cleveland. Uh, That's actually uh, my neighborhood, uh, Ward 6. Yeah, awesome. Okay, and the the donation for the drive, they can... Where for donations to the drive, you can uh, bring those to the Cedar Hill uh, Baptist Church, which is in Cleveland Heights on uh, Cedar Road uh, there. Uh, Miss Carolee Upshur, who's one of our executive committee members for the ODC, is, um, you know, helping to uh, coordinate all of that. Again, please go on our uh, Facebook page. You'll also see details for that as well, too. But we're so excited, Darvio. This is going to be a, an exciting event. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's It, it sounds like it's going to be uh, definitely a good event that people need to to go to. So make sure that you get out 
and you go to the event support the ohio diversity coalition make sure you make that happen thank you sir for coming on the show thank you for having and I, me i also know that you're working on some other stuff and when yes. and when you do that i expect to see you back here as well absolutely yeah there are some things in the works and mm-hmm. all uh as as folks may know you know we're we're going to be making a, a splash people are going to be hearing the name james bates a lot all right. <laughs> in the coming months so after, when you make your announcement i expect you to be back here on the show here. i'll be here first all right thank you sir Alrighty, thank i you. appreciate it man all right Darvio. all right miss lavish your closing uh, statement Um, okay so it's just my little black history fact so I'm pretty sure um, most of you know that uh, W.E.B. The Boys boys was the first African American to receive a PhD from Harvard University he graduated in 1895 and went on to co-found the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People in 1909 but did you know that Ben Carson was the first surgeon to separate uh, twins conjoined at the head wow yes he was wow so I did not know that neither did I I thought that was pretty interesting and he's still alive and very relevant so (laughs) that would be great he is right (laughs) germ so true last words I'm just always happy to be along for the ride, you know. You know, three shows in three days. Germ so true, true to the oh, game. Gosh. That's how we do it. I know you guys are tired of them. <laughs> Jessica, stop it. <laughs> you tired of yourself. Uh, Brittany, real quick before we, we have you give your last words, just want to say thank you for joining us on the show today. Really appreciate it. Give your last words to the people. Oh, thank you for having me. This was tons of fun. You guys are great. Thank uh, you. We appreciate it. E Will, last words. Man, I'm just looking forward to D.C. next week. I know yes, we're ready, sir. but the question is, is, is D.C. ready for the outlaws? Oh, no. I the turn-up so. is about to be real. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out if D.C. can handle the outlaws. So, yes, make sure you tune in. We are going to be doing our show on the road from D.C. So we will see you next week. Peace. Peace, love, and chicken grease. But it would be worth it all. All I want is love and conditional. Love and conditional. Staring at the world through my rear view. Thinking about the places I done been to. Things I done been through. A rough exterior conceals the pain and never heal. So forgive me if I struggle to say how I feel.